Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our wrestling podcast. And as you you heard from the announcement made by Vince himself, today, April 7th of 2020, our wrestling podcast, releasing three episodes for you, the fans. Now, you may have already listened to episode 51, the Raw After WrestleMania Moments. Now, to introduce part one of two parts of WrestleMania 36 recap, allow me to introduce to you Becky Lynch. Well, thank you. This is Becky Lynch, and it's very fitting that I'm going to be announcing part one of a two-part episode since this time last year I became Becky T. Lynch. And as you may know, I went on to become the Stone Cold of the women's division. So it's safe to say that right now, announcing this part one of two parts of WrestleMania 36 recap by IOWP, you not only have the man, you have the women's division of the WWE's toughest son What? 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 Stone Cold Steve Austin is back to OWP? What? Stone Cold Steve Austin is back to OWP? What? I've heard a lot of people talking trash in my absence. Hulk Hogan? Me? What? You talking trash on me? What? It's what? OWP? What? COVID-19? All three of you. For as far as I'm concerned, just like Becky Lynch has a can of whoop-ass with all of your names on it. So, with that being said, and since a little law and order is being brought back to this podcast, without further ado, the following podcast is scheduled for one fall. And today's topic, WWE WrestleMania 36 Recap night one. What? 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 WP, this is our wrestling podcast. This is Dave along with Jess. Hello, everybody. Cuz. Hello, everybody. And Craig. Hello, everybody. Bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards, sharing opinions with you. And now on to our topic today, WrestleMania 36 Recap. <clears throat> Hit us up on Instagram at OWP2019, click on Linktree, you can find us on several platforms, including Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHearts Radio, and Stitcher. Guys, what are we doing here? We're talking about current events. What's going on? We're 
releasing two episodes in a row for the fans. Y'all, bitch. They deserve it. Do they? Yeah, you know. Hey, they're troopers, you know. They're 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 trucking along with us here. Trucking along, trucking along. All right. Well, what's going on, Jess? What, why why would uh, we kind of did this very much last minute? I think we're going to release this in less than twenty four hours. Uh, why the change? I think this is a pretty pretty rare Historic. WrestleMania that I hope we'll never have to it see was. again. And um, so I wanted to review it just just for prosperity's sake. Is that the right word I'm looking for? Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. So it, it's historic whether you like it or not. It's incredible, but not in the ways you would think. Yeah. Uh, for those for those of us living under a rock, which is just about all of us right now, if you didn't watch WrestleMania this weekend, it was actually uh, pre-taped, which uh, is unbelievable, right? And we're, we're talking about no fans, literally no fans uh, in the stands. They, they did it at the Performance Center in Florida on, over, obviously, even though it was taped, it was put over a two-day span. Uh, I'll tell you, two days might not be the worst idea ever, but how did you guys feel about WrestleMania over two days, and do you think it's something that they could do again? I, I loved it, man. It made it more bearable, you know, to sit through. I liked how they divided it like that. It was almost eight hours of content, it, right? Yeah, like the first night was three hours, and the second night went. Um, it, it almost went to the four hour mark. I think like three hours and thirty minutes, but it was just easier to digest and absorb. Like you could take a break. Like, oh, okay, now I'm ready for the next day instead of just a long draining from two o'clock. A pre show usually starts and it ends all the way at eight o'clock. You know, from the main card and everything. So I think it was easier to digest and absorb and give you time to think in between. And kind of, honestly, the first night made me look forward to the second night a lot. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think the exhaustion that you feel towards the last third of a regular Sunday night WrestleMania, you didn't get that. Uh, And I think also it'd be remiss to to not talk about um, kind of how different this is. And by the by the end of it, I I, the WrestleMania, there's no life sports anywhere. This is it. And I think it was so cool and such a relief to see uh, at least something resembling normalcy and resembling a WrestleMania. And I hadn't seen anything like live sports in a long time. So it was nice to at least have something that resembled WrestleMania. It wasn't quite a regular WrestleMania, but it was enough to where it, it you stopped thinking about shit for a while. And I like that on both nights. I think, uh, I think Craig, even we were texting back and forth. Right? Oh, I can't believe this is going to be done this way. And I think Craig finally said, you know what, man, there's nothing else. We, maybe we should just, sit back and appreciate this for a minute that this is happening right now. Cause there's, you know, again, living under a rock, we all are. And so is every other oh. sport cast out there. Right. So there's no NBA. There was no NCAA tournament this year. Uh, the Olympics are getting pushed back for a year. Uh, baseball was supposed to start in March. Right. I mean, for preseason and, and spring training, that's not happening. Um, everything is put on hold uh, due to, you know, COVID-19. It's just, it is, it's unprecedented. We've never seen it before, but even in spite of all that, we got something and we got WrestleMania and that's, you know, people are going to argue if it was the right thing to do or not, or the wrong thing. But uh, I think for the moment, I think a lot of people really enjoyed it uh, for what it was and what they could do. Jess, what say you, man? Kind of left so out of that. Sorry. we're going to, you know, having said all that, we have to take that into consideration. So it's the reason why we're doing yeah. this, like I said, is because it's a one of a kind. I hope I to never see again. WrestleMania. So we're going to go through each match. We're going to give it a thumbs up, a thumbs in the middle or thumb down. And first we'll talk about it. Then we'll all go around the table here and give it our up, middle or down and uh, and go from that. And just, yeah, saying it off the bat, just to say everybody worked their butts off. Every single performer worked their butts off on every single match. And I have to say it just because 
whether you think they should have been doing it or not is irrelevant at this point. It happened. They went through with it. And that's what we're reviewing about it. So we're not going to dwell on that. We're not going to talk anything political. We're not going to talk about, well, they shouldn't have this at all anyway. Like it, it happened. They made the decision. It happened. We're going to review it. Thumbs up, middle down and be fair about it in its own little bubble. That is pun intended, probably uh, WrestleMania 36 of this year. So we opened up with like a little pirate opening. Uh, you know, it was like a lot of nice movie production. And, you know, then a little, uh, was that Johnny Depp, by the way? Am I stupid yeah, for was. asking a question? Okay. Because no, it, it sounded like, I mean, I know a lot of people impersonate him from Pirates of the Caribbean, but like, I was like, that sounds like Johnny Depp. So that's kind of cool. You always remember the day. Oh, I had no idea. Jack Sparrow. I had it no sounded clue. a lot like him, but, you know, I know a lot of people imitate that character. So I thought maybe it was just someone they hired or whatever. But if it was Johnny Depp, that's pretty badass. Like, that was cool. And it was like kind of a play on itself. They were doing like a serious, like all the wrestlers were dressed up like pirates. And it was like slow motion and like dark. And then he would like make you a joke, you know, about, oh, this is pretty serious. Or let's just rewind a little bit. And he did it. So um, just with the opening, like I was I was fine with it. Like it was a little weird, but I was fine with it because if it was in the arena that was supposed to be full on decked out like in a pirate setting, um, I guess it would have matched just fine. So they did that. And then, you know, so I'm, I'm getting a little hype for WrestleMania when I see that. And then they have to go to Gronk and it ruined my life. Uh, I thought Gronk was <laughs> I, I think he's terrible. I think he's absolutely terrible. I'm sure I, he's a nice I guy. I'm sure he's a nice guy. Uh, anything that gets Mojo Raleigh on my screen more, I dislike. And uh, I'm sure Mojo's oh, a nice no. guy. I'm sure he's a nice guy, too. But, like, yeah, just nothing like, you know, you knowing a celebrity when you're, like, a D-lister, like, on the wrestling roster. And then somehow he gets shoehorned in, you know, to host Mania or be on the screen. I'm just like, oh, God, like, really? You know, like, so I kind of got taken on, oh, that was cool. Is that Johnny Depp? That's awesome. And fucking, oh, here comes Mojo. That was my feeling. How do you guys feel about the opening into it? Before we even had our first match. Oh, opening opening was cool. I thought it was different. I thought they were kind of playing on the fact that it's just my feeling that it wasn't going to be this big hyped event that they tried to be. So they kind of made fun of it. That's kind of how I felt about it. But I, I mean, that was just me. That was the way I took it. And, and I'm not I'm not a fan of Gronk either. I could tell when they brought him in uh, weeks before, right, or the week before, and he couldn't he couldn't even get the couldn't even get the timing right to to push you know, another wrestler over. It was just, uh, it was so bad. So I'm just like, what, what are they going to do with this guy? And I think he had his own Gronk uh, attire, right? It was like, like eighties Russian mafia kind of zip up, you know, g- you know, swag. It totally matched uh, the pirate uh, theme too. So I was really impressed with that. Yeah, it was just perfect. Completely yeah, matched right. the theme of fucking wrestling. Yeah. I just, that, that was, it was not for me. It was, that was not for me. I don't know what you do there, but I, I don't think it's that, you know, Next is what I would say. Next. Someone on Twitter called him a, um, a human can of white claw. Which is very, very funny. <laughs> That's good. There you go. Is that good? That's, That's perfect. Good. Uh, so, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to jump in. Uh, so our first, our, our pre-show match, which I kind of don't think they should have had a pre-show, to be honest with you, because it's all pre-taped. Yeah. So they should. But our first pre-show match was Cesaro uh, defeating Drew Gallick in four minutes and 25 seconds. In a singles match, I thought I thought it was good. Like I, I mean, yeah. Cesaro always impresses me. He's selling the arm the whole thing, and then he does a goddamn airplane spin and does it with no hands. He gets him yes. up there, and then he's spinning in the middle, and then puts both his hands down. And that was that was cool as shit to watch. That was an awesome visual. Um, I, I give it a thumbs up for what it was. It was a quickie, uh, but it was cool. David, what do you think? Well, I was absolutely, and I haven't got a chance to go back and rewatch it, but I. I think to your point, Jess, I, I didn't think there was going to be a pre-show, so I was just waiting for a four o'clock 
specific time to happen and i totally missed it and uh, and then jess texts me and says whoa cesaro won with an airplane spin and then i went pre-show he's like yeah there's a pre-show i'm like i didn't even know um but if cesaro wins a match that's a thumbs up for me because i love cesaro and i think he's totally uh downplayed and um never gets his worth and ever since vincent put that stamp on him that he just doesn't have it I'm like oh my god you're so so ridiculous like He's got he's got all he's got all of it and more and you you just don't even understand that if you want to you want to put a mic piece on him you've already done that you can have him and Sami Zayn co-op on their own you don't even need Shinsuke and it might be better because you would you could surround him with that guy like, freakishly strong hell of an athlete the best uppercut in the business Cesaro has it I don't care what anybody fucking says but sorry I digress piece of crap cuz what do you think. Oh my God! Oh, it was good. You know, it was uh, good for what it was. You know, it was a short short match, but you know, for the uh, wrestling purist fans, it, it it accomplished what it you know set out to do. And I I gave it a thumbs up. I, I liked it. Neutralizer he couldn't pull it off, so he said, "Oh, but fuck it, I'm going to put you on my shoulders and spin with my hands on my waist." I don't know what kind of accent that was. I don't but, either, but it worked. Yeah. It's, it's okay. That's how he sounds. That's all yeah. <laughs> so th- thumbs up, crazy. Right? I, I'll give it thumbs in the middle. I com- I'm coming at this from a very strange Whoa. perspective because I didn't see any of the raws or build up, and so I never saw anything in the performance center yet. And so I'm in shock just watching this at this point. So I'm just going to give it a thumbs in the middle, oh, and I'll no. tell you the point. Oh, it, wow. I think with along with a few million people that maybe just watched WrestleMania to join and hadn't seen uh, any of the raw stuff, so I'm in shock and taking in the no crowd, the grunts the whole kind of look and feel. And it took me a while to get yeah. adjusted to WrestleMania in general. And I'll tell you when, when I finally kind of dropped it and started to really get into it and enjoy it. But I was purely just in shock at this point. It's like, what are they doing and how are they going to do this? So thumbs in the middle, I guess. That's a good point though. I'm with, I'm with you. Yeah. So the next, yeah. the next match yeah. is for the women's tag team championship. Uh, the Kabuki warriors defended their tag team championship <sighs> against Alexis bliss and Nikki cross and fell to defeat and lost their titles, new women's tag team champions, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, 15 minutes, five seconds. Um, I thought I thought it was a good match. I when it's I'm glad you brought that point up, Craig, because as I was watching this match, I was imagining this opening up in front of 70,000 people. And I was like, I think this would have been a pretty fun opener. Like, I know people made a big deal last year about the women main eventing, but I think the women opening was important too. We talk about the opening match a lot, and when it's done right, it, it does set the pace for a card. Um, it, it wasn't the like the best wrestling match I, I've ever seen or anything like that, but like I thought they they all four worked pretty hard. Um, you know, they put importance on the tag titles, and and it wasn't like super stupid and short. You know, like I'll oh, just get get the women out of there, just change the titles, and get out in five minutes or whatever. Fifteen minutes. Some people could say it was a little long, but for an opener, I thought it was okay for what it was. I gave it a thumbs in the middle. I don't mean that to be rude. I just it was good. It wasn't great. It was good. What do you think, Dave? I'll, I'll give I'll give it a thumbs up, man. I, I um because I think to Craig's point, when when it gets really quiet in there, they don't know what to do. The Kabuki Warriors went in there and set the tone verbally and physically, right? Asuka's great. Um, yeah, she's Asuka's so much amazing. fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, and she's and she's so animated in there, and Kyrie Singh kind of follows her lead with that. But they're so loud; it's almost obnoxious. But it's it's in this environment, I think it's needed more than ever. They know how to wrestle in front of like maybe twenty people instead of seventy thousand because they could make their own crowd noise and their own hype and their own energy. And I, and I think they I think all four uh, members of that match did feed off that energy and and it was pretty aggressive. Uh, not as aggressive as some other matches we'll talk about, but 
I, I give it a thumbs up all day because um, there were some huge high spots. I think when, when Bliss um, kind of comes over and does her finisher over Asuka um, when she's when she's um, on top of Nikki. And there was a lot of moves like that. Um, Kerry Singh's elbow was intense. I mean, that's the best elbow in the business. I'm telling you right now, the, the elbow off the top. She does a great job with that. She sacrifices her whole body to put that elbow down. I think I've said it probably too many times before, but um, I always enjoy um, any Kabuki Warrior match. And... I, I think giving it the titles at that point was a good spot to do it, and I give it a thumbs up. Yeah, I'll go uh, thumbs in the middle. I love uh, Kabuki Warriors. I love that they gave kind of the women another kind of ceiling. They've, they've to Jess's point, they've closed with them. Now they've opened them, uh, opened to WrestleMania. So again, I'm still in this kind of strange period of sinking it all in. So I need to go back and kind of watch it now that I'm totally comfortable and I've seen eight hours of WrestleMania. Uh, of it but um the fact they put it in these guys these girls hands to kind of handle i think with in front of a big crowd it, it would have been great and i think it was uh it was serviceable in in this in, in this instance so thumbs in the middle i was texting my instacart guide cuz did you go i'm sorry nope. no you uh, no i'm sorry oh what do you what do you think cuz I, I gave it a thumbs up i'm first of all i'm a fan of all four of the, yeah, the women yeah, involved sure. in it mm-hmm. um <clears throat> but yeah i mean they it, it set out what what they set out to do as far as an opener goes. And, you know, they were given enough time and I think, yeah, the right call to give uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross the, uh, the tag titles there. Cause I'm, I'm hoping um, it's going to lead to, you know, Oscar or Carrie Sane kind of getting, you know, their own shot at a uh, single run. You know, obviously we've seen Oscar before uh, dominate in NXT, the NXT women's cha- uh, championship scene. And, and, you know, she kind of floundered cause that's not her fault, you know, on the main roster, but, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that it kind of, leads to that that's the end result nikki and alexa get the tag champs so they can run with that for a while since you know they've been their best friend little uh, gimmick for a while and uh also give oscar and carrie stain to have a chance to branch off and do their own thing singles but yeah great match uh, i thought it was good good action so i loved it thumbs up hmm. well let's go on to the next match here uh it is a singles match in nine minutes uh elias defeated king corbin um i gave it i gave it a thumbs down and the reason why is because I'm tired of them dicking around with Elias when they have yeah, something. So ridiculous. And I, I get this is different circumstances, right? So I can't like kind of base off the build right now, like under normal circumstances. But like they've fucked with Elias so many times and, and I'm tired. I'm just honestly, it's fatiguing. And like Baron Corbin, I get his purpose. But if it's not with a baby face that's put over in in a position to overcome and kind of go to the next level and become a next star. I, I don't it care for Corbin. Sense. Yeah. I don't care to watch Corbin. So thumbs down. I'll let you guys take it. I, I, I can just say a lot of negative things. And I don't want to, I love, I love yeah, Elias. I, I love Elias. That's why this is where this is based off of. I honestly too. I, I love Elias and I, I love Corbin for what he is. I mean, I think Corbin in a lot of ways is the best heel in the business. He is, he is legitimately hated. I mean, I agree with that. he is doing his job, but this doesn't work. I don't think you know. Uh, I think we ha- we've had uh, we've had we've we've had podcasts of basically oil and water, right, Jess? This is pure oil and water. They don't mesh at all to me, and 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 I'm beginning to wonder because Elias has not wrestled like almost at all for how long? Over a year? Yeah, like, he, he, had he gets an a few matches here and there, right? Yeah, I, I don't know if he's rusty. I don't even know. I mean, I know he's great outside of the ring. Don't get me wrong, but I'm beginning to question the ability now. Um, I I just want to see him go hard 10 minutes like like nonstop, and and just and get that ring rust off i I don't maybe it's just because they don't mesh but and i love and i i I love elias don't get me wrong i just i i've not seen eventually you got to get a quality match in there and i haven't seen a quality match in a while and i I, i'll give it thumbs down for all those reasons and more 
Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I mean, Elias, I think he was out with an injury for a while. Um, yeah. That's why he had that return a few months ago or whatever it was. Um, he he actually put in some solid performances in NXT. That's that's where I, you know, that's where he yeah, first right? came that's up. What I, that's what I'm saying. He did, just, yeah. But well, have you the, seen it since, right? No, not really. I mean, I, yeah, I just don't think he's been given the opportunity to have that because, yeah. you know, they were more yeah, focused on his gimmick, the singing and everything. But uh, this, I'm actually going to give it a thumbs in the middle just because I felt like, because uh, I'm a huge fan of Corbin. And I felt like he uh, he capitalized on the on the no crowd, the silence with the shit talking. And the you know he did a good job. I, there, I loved yeah. it. Yeah, he he worked the the <laughs> he worked it uh, with the camera angles as far as uh, whenever it was on them, you know, front facing their front, and then him facing or uh, looking at the commentators saying, "Yeah, you like that view, huh? You like that view?" And he was talking shit to JBL, and then like I I felt like Corbin made the match you know enjoyable or bearable to sit through, uh, but you know obviously it wasn't a great match. It wasn't a great match, and then the same points with Jess said like I'm tired of them like kind of going hot, cold, hot, cold with Elias. So that's why it just doesn't do it for me. And it's like, yeah, it's just one of those matches. Once it's put together, kind of like, you know, one we'll get to on the second night of WrestleMania, it, it was put together. And it's like, as soon as it's put together, you're like, I'm not looking forward to that match. Unless they do something, you know, crazy and, and special and exceptional. Um, I'm not looking forward to it. But thanks to Corbin, he made it enjoyable for me with his shit talking and taking advantage of the silence in the arena. So I give it a thumbs in the middle. I will give it a thumbs down. I was going to give it a thumbs in the middle, but what was unforgivable was for that drop off like the stand that commentators were with the, the Gronk stand when they didn't show the angle and they never show him hit the cement. Um, so that little. Yeah, that wasn't. Yeah. So, was it the week before? <laughs> no, it was the buildup. Yeah, it was. It was on SmackDown. Yeah, it was the buildup. Oh, but the, yeah, but to your point, they showed it. They showed it before the match. They showed started. it again. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. it was like, no, you got to show the impact. I like I hate that. I hate the the, the, the it, fake stunt. At least show it. So I, it was unforgivable. And so thumbs down. Movie, it's it's movie magic, though, Craig. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't the first time we'd seen <laughs> we movie, movie magic uh, on, on this weekend. <laughs> won't, won't be the last. <laughs> so the next one uh, is uh, for the Raw Women's Championship. Becky Lynch was defending her championship against Shayna Baszler. Eight minutes and 30 seconds. So she defends the title. I'll go ahead and jump to the end on that. Uh, but it from the beginning, I was like, I'm going to hate this because I hate her driving up in the semi or the 18-wheeler, yeah. or whatever you call it. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. so tired of them trying to force her coolness on me when the thing that yep. got her over to begin with was her just being quick-witted and funny on the mic, or and, and or harsh on the mic, you know, or savage, as the kids say. Um, that's what got her over to me. Like, her trying to be like Austin or whoever the fuck else they're trying to make her like, I just, I'm fucking not, it just shows, like, it screams, they should have just spray-painted on the outside of the big rig, we're out of touch and we don't know how to connect with you. Because that's what that screams when they do it. They're like, yeah, make her Cooler, put her in a, a semi. Oh, totally. Yeah, because that's always been her gimmick. What? Like, it just doesn't and make. They brought, it, and they and they brought it up for three straight weeks. Yeah, that's that's straight. what I mean. Even worse, that's, it wasn't like just a rare WrestleMania entrance. They'd been bring. She'd been driving the fucking semi up for like the last three weeks on Raw. Why? Like, it doesn't make any sense. But having said that. When they get in the ring, they gave me everything I want. I'm a big fan of Shayna Baszler. I came into this expecting her not to win the title from Becky. I was hoping it wouldn't be a screw job like DQ or count out or something dumb, but I'm gl- I don't mind Becky going over because she tricked her. She was getting kind of dominated the whole yeah. time and she flipped over. And that old thing we see Brett do all the time. He beat everybody like that really quick. Um, and I, th- I thought it was nice. It was eight minutes and 30 seconds. It didn't need to be that long. It didn't need to overexpose itself because it wasn't an empty arena. And I 
I'm up in the air. I don't know that if there was a live crowd there, if that wouldn't have bored them because they really just kept it kind of like vicious and stiff with each other, which I yeah. liked. Or maybe they adjusted that because they knew it was going to be a no, you know, no people in the arena or whatever. So I, it's hard for me to tell if they I think if they would have tried to wrestle the style match in like with an arena full of 70,000 people, it may not have went over well. But because it, they did it in this, you know, fanless arena, it was awesome. And uh, I didn't mind the ending. I give it a total thumbs up. It gave me a everything I wanted. I'm looking forward to them to wrestling into a building with a crowd in it. And I truly believe yes. on the rematch. Shayna's going to win. And I think that's totally yeah. fine because Shayna didn't tap. She didn't tap out. She didn't no. like lose in a, you know, Becky didn't beat her down and Protected just her. thoroughly pin she her with a slow. Yeah. It was slow, dramatic yeah. Dave Hetner three count, you know, like it wasn't anything like that. It was a, it was a quick thing. Thumbs up. I'll let you guys take it. Sorry. I don't mean to run long. Nope. You're good. Thumb, thumbs middle for me for all the things you say in the beginning that the entrance is longer than the match. Um, but I, I have to tell you, uh, the Becky era is over. I think it's been over for a while and I don't think it's her fault. This is, this is a classic uh, John Cena situation as well, where John Cena was so hot when he was the rapper, John Cena, and they just decided to fucking change it. You're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? He was on fucking fire. Right. And they just, Oh, we're just, Okay, what, what the fuck is that? Like, you know, then you're like, what the fuck? Now, now he's got fucking armbands on? What the hell is going on? Like, I don't, you know, it, it's it's just, it, remind, it reminds me so much of that. She could become, she could become like a super Cena, the person you just freaking hate, you can't stand because she never loses anymore. And she lost all of her touch and talent of what got her to where she was. That anger, like you said, that quick wit, that sharpness, that, you know, when, when she's, you know, when, you know, when, when someone, would, when Charlotte would say something and she'd quick went right back to her and you're like, whoa, she just, she just slammed her dick in the dirt. That, that was, that was the Becky Lynch that we all liked. That's what that's, I know, Craig, sorry. I but that's, that's what we like. That has been gone. That's been gone for like half a year. That's been gone for over half a year. So I just, I, I give it a thumbs in the middle because they said the match itself was good and, and uh, just predicted exactly right. Shayna's going to lose and it's, it's going to be, a quick one, but Shayna will probably. I might even. I hope Shayna squashes her next time they see each other. Quite frankly, yeah, I hope Shayna just like be. chokes her unconscious, like and wins it definitively. Yeah, like like, like, in, like in a minute. That's what would be great. Her. And then and maybe then you'll get some sympathy. You'll get some sympathy yeah. on Becky, and you can actually do some writing work for her instead of putting her in a goddamn truck and like actually make people sympathize. Like, oh, she she better come Imagine back better that. than ever to try to take the title back from her. And then in the rubber yeah. match, she could beat her. That's fine. Like, I don't I don't have a problem with any of that. They just got to do yeah, it right. That'd be great. I know they're not going to. Go ahead, Craig. Sorry. This what much, do you think? Yeah, I uh, thumbs in the middle. I won't. I I, I love the buildup. I love the I love the, the vampire bite. I love the package and the the promo and the the production work of it. I was underwhelmed by the match. I think I, I expected more. They only gave him eight and a half minutes. Uh, I think the the feud's not done, but I hope it gets better. Um, uh, but I, I expected more. But I'm st- I'm I'm still awaiting uh, the kind of final conclusion of the whole thing, though. But the match itself, my thumbs thumbs middle. What do you think, Cuz? Um, yeah, th- I'm going to give it thumbs in the middle. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I think I was, <laughs> I think I texted you guys immediately as soon as she came out in the semi, I was just, I was like, I'm just, uh, I'm done with it. I, 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 I'm, I've been annoyed with Becky for a long time. Um, I, I, I've been over the, I, I liked what, you know, obviously like you guys mentioned already when she was first getting over on her own organically, when the busted open or the busted lip and everything and how cool she was because she was just being natural. And, and ever since then, yeah, just like you said, for trying to force her coolness, her coolness and machismo down our throats. And, um, I, that's I got not, pissed at first. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, 
but yeah, I mean, obviously Shayna lost in a way that protected her. And then, um, like you said, if, if it actually leads to the, you know, three matches, obviously I, I would prefer anyways for Shayna to win with the, in front of a freaking jam packed arena. And then, you know, obviously Becky come back with the rubber match because I, you know, you have to imagine it's still going to lead to a Ronda versus Becky one-on-one again, event or one-on-one yeah, it almost for has the first to. time soon. So, but yeah, I mean, but I, I also give it a thumbs in the middle. I mean, I like the match itself, but I, I'm so spoiled and used to uh, Shayna's NXT matches that, you know, it, I, I felt kind of let down too at the same time. But I mean, I, I was still a fan of what they did in that eight minutes. So, you know, got to give it a thumbs in the middle. Like really quick to sum it up on that, because Becky is interesting. She mirrors Stone Cold in so many ways where when Stone Cold got mega hot because of that, I don't care character, he was yeah. physically broken down. And so he yes. had to be smart. The bottom line is, is Becky's not as physically gifted as Austin no was like, oh, no. and, 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 or, or even as mentally sharp in the ring. I'm not saying Becky's bad at all. She's great. She's a hard, she works her butt off. Like, but she, she's, yeah, she's, she's very yeah. beat up. Like she's really beat up and she's not as savvy as Stone Cold. And mainly because the Stone Cold character, they allowed to catch fire and explode. So you forgave everything. Even if it looks so, so it didn't matter. It was Austin, but because they're shoving coolness down my throat with Becky Lynch, I don't want to believe in her character. She's getting annoying to me. So when I see her not be able to keep up with Shayna and see Shayna noticeably a step slower than she usually is, I'm like, Becky's weighing this match down and it doesn't have to be like that. If they portrayed her character, right. I'll get off my soapbox. I know I've never owned my own company or wrote and written for a promotion, but it's so glaringly obvious from the years that we've seen things of this nature be successful. And we're watching them do the opposite with it right now and, and just be bad with it and be fake with it. And it's not working for Becky. I don't, I don't fault her as a performer at all. I think she busts her no. ass um, and I would certainly marry her, but, um, but it, yeah, <laughs> at this point, I just feel like they're not doing any favors Whoa. for her, her, uh, her character. I don't, I don't think, I don't think any of this is her fault either. I just, I right. Don't. I just, so and I'm sorry. I'm, I, I shouldn't have went off on that little thing. Let's jump on the next one real quick. So <laughs> 10 years ago, if I was going to sh- go into a time machine and come out with the card for WrestleMania 36, and I showed this to you 10 years ago and I said, look in 10 years, who is fighting for the intercontinental champion? Sammy Zayn is the intercontinental champion and he's defending against Daniel Bryan uh, or which they would probably 10 years ago. Oh, no, he was in WWF 10 years ago. Okay. So he would have been Daniel Bryan. Yeah, about, yeah. Um, so people would be like, what the fuck? Oh my, uh, the future's amazing. But n- no, it's not because Sammy Zayn's in a ridiculous, like they don't know what to do with them. So he's in this odd area right now where I'm glad he's intercontinental champion, but once again, they're shitting on it and they don't care about it. So that's a whole different drama for me. But like, but He's he's making chicken salad out of chicken shit. They're just they don't know what to do with them. They tried the in your face pipe bomb kind of character. Remember, they were trying to do with him like six months yeah. ago and that sucked. And that was like douche chili. And then like, but he's so good that he's still getting this over. And Daniel Bryan's on the back nine of his career, way on the back nine of his career. Let's be honest. So having said all that, again, the person 10 years ago that I would tell this to would be overexcited. But both guys are so super talented and they know each other so well from the indies before yeah. WWF that that it was a nine minute and 20 second match. Sammy defended the title and pretty much pinned him clean. But they yes. to me, they were so fucking stiff and they worked so good with each other. Oh, and yeah. you could tell they've worked in gyms with 50 people before probably watching them. And they were that good with it. They they were the first match that I was like, this match was actually designed perfectly for this venue because oh, they yeah. both didn't even think twice about it. Jess, um, what, what, did you, it, what did you text us that um, Sammy looked like? Oh, yeah, he looked like he looks like the Cuban assassin from WCW back <laughs> in the right. early 90s. Yeah. It was well done. I just every time I see him, I'm like, 
Yeah, every time I see him, I'm like, he totally reminds me of the Cuban assassin from WCW. But like, yeah, it was, I thought it was great. I mean, with all the negative that I said, the shitty way they pushed Sammy and, you know, no no fault of his own. Daniel Bryan just got injured a lot and he's on the back nine and he's just doing favors for people, you know, while he wraps his career up over the next X amount of years. But like, it was a great match. Like, I, I was so excited to watch them go. And like, I was just like, man, I wish they were both, this was actually a major marquee match. Like, like their name suggested should be, right? With the title that should also suggest marquee match. But I'm glad we got it. But man, these guys like they they went nuts on each other. I was so like, fuck, like watching some of the moves and Daniel Bryan's so careful in there now as he should be because of his injuries. But he hides it so well. And he's just like, I still think he's the best wrestler in the world today. Sorry. Like, I just I really think he is. Sammy's great, too. But Daniel Bryan, I think, is like. I don't I don't know anybody that can be better than him because, again, he is physically instead of they don't give him a good character either. He makes chicken shit out of chicken salad. But like he physically finds a way to make his in-ring better, knowing, OK, I can't do this anymore. I can't do that anymore because of my neck or my concussion, you know, habits like I, so I'm going to change this and change that. And he gets better and better. He's incredible. I love him. Thumbs up for me. Yes. Yeah. Thumbs up for me, too. Uh, this was the moment. I think it was at the exact same moment that Daniel Bryan was slapping the shit out of Sammy, which was <laughs> the loudest thing I've ever heard in an empty arena. I kind of got shook awake and was fully in the moment and present. And then I was I was WrestleMania ready at that point. I was like, all right, I'm in. I'm on board. I'm strapped in. Let's go. Uh, and to hear them all kind of mess with each other, too. And there's a, the rest of the characters kind of around the ring and hard hit hitting matchup. Uh, I loved it. Uh, thumbs up. This is when WrestleMania started yeah. for me. There you go. It's a good way to describe it. I, I liked it. I get <clears throat> thumbs up. Uh, yeah, just just the 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 styles. You know them. Uh, this was another just like the Cesaro and Gulak. You know, uh, for the the wrestling standpoint of it. Um, just a big fan, and I actually liked it because I liked it that Sammy won clean because I think there's more they can do with this. Because I seen Daniel Bryan tweeting before this WrestleMania saying about how he would like to have. Um, Chad Gable joined the stable with him in, in Gulak. So I think you can get a lot of good, um, you know, push the story further and get a lot of good competitive matches between the three. Cause I know, I know it, it just looks like they threw, uh, you know, Cesaro, Sammy and Shinsuke together randomly because they did. Um, but the three, they're so talented. They can make it work. And I think it would be awesome to see them continue this rivalry. Like almost like to see what team is the better wrestling team and just the action, the wrestling skills, the tech, you know, the technical skills, the stiffness of the match. I loved it. I gave it a thumbs up of all the guys you know we, we've you know i think most of us in this in, on this podcast have seen we, we we watched el generico for 20 bucks at elks lodges all over los angeles right i mean uh and we loved every minute of it uh sammy zane coming in at a cool 160 probably if, if oh, he yeah. was lucky a lot smaller, yeah. um yeah just super tiny and just putting in some just putting in work every night and no like, like just his point this is why they know they they came up from the indie scene of nothing both of them did and they know how to wrestle in front of 500 or 50 or and guess what you know 30,000 to 100,000 doesn't phase them either they know what to do and they've always known what to do and yeah the the match was uh snug is a good way to describe it i think and i think it had to be um but there's there's no better i think pair of, of wrestlers like these, these guys know each other they probably wrestled each other a couple hundred times easily that we've never seen um you know it's going to be a great match and and they they could talk to talk in there and like i said they 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 made they made the theatrics that the crowd would have made for them and it's a it's a total thumbs up for me so the next match is um 
a triple threat ladder match for the WWE SmackDown Championship with singles wrestlers. That's right, folks, with singles wrestlers. Now, it, they could have easily pushed this off. They could have e- so Miz is sick in real life. I'm not. I don't think he's come clean. I don't think they've said he's tested positive for coronavirus or not. I don't. I don't know the situation, but he is ill. Um, I don't yes. know if there's something wrong with Biggie or not. I'm not sure. Uh, he might be ill as well. But the thing is, is I'm not saying cancel the match. And I'm not opposed to them saying, well, since two of the three teams got injured, obviously we have to take one of the Usos away and we'll do it a singles match. That I'm not opposed to that. I'm honestly not because I know that sounds stupid. Just be, just be open about it. But say it. No, don't even. I don't even say be open about someone being ill. Just say injured. Just say injured. That's all you have to say is Miz got injured because I guess all the teams yeah. were brawling last week on SmackDown. It was like we, we, yeah. we had straws and they picked the longer straw so they get to go out. It's just, or, or, you know, yeah, in the brawl they had last week on the Go Home show on SmackDown, Biggie got injured and so did The Miz. Done and done. And that's all they had to do. But they didn't even, like, they didn't even talk about it. Like, they didn't even say why. They just said that the three were going to compete representing each team for the tag team championships. So 18 minutes and 30 seconds later, they have a brutal ladder match and they all three worked incredibly hard. You wouldn't expect anything less. John Morrison is nothing short of amazing. Um, but I really have a problem with the way they set the stage with this. I just think it's lazy. It's pre-taped. You could do what you want. You could add your own commentary. You could do whatever. Just a, a quick 30-second explanation as to why this is happening like this. And on a side note, so I give it I give it a thumbs up, but it's actually teetering towards the thumbs in the middle for me. Yes. I'll tell you why. Because for a ladder match, God damn it, you need 70,000 people. You just do. And all the drama build with the, oh, falling off the ladder and almost and teetering and all those, the psychology things that you use in a ladder match. Don't get me wrong. I still like oot and odd because you hear the metal smacking or the aluminum smacking against their skin. That doesn't sound pretty. That sounds painful. But like I, I missed the spectacle or even 20,000 people in an arena watching a ladder match. It, the ladder match is just meant to be that way. And that's why I teeter towards thumbs in the middle. But having said that, I have a hard time even saying thumbs in the middle because these guys just worked so fucking hard. And like I said, John Morrison did some shit in this match. They all yeah. did. But John Morrison did some shit. That's all, some shit. Like, so, I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, the, the amazing, ending of it. That was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Mar- like, Morrison, Morrison's Morrison's a god. I mean, just, you know, his his move off the top rope where he. Basically, guys, it, it looks like he's doing a back niner off a of high dive and hits. You know, I think it was. Um, gosh, I don't think it was. I don't think it was Uso. It was um, it was Kofi on onto the ladder, and and then just the work at the end. Like I said, the the end with the ladder to Craig's point was genius. Um, you can describe that, Craig. I won't take that from you. That, but I thought that was one of the best endings of a ladder match I'd ever seen. But I'm still giving it a thumbs in the middle because. They they just it, it, it's not these guys' fault. They, they can't they can't fix everything with a great match, which is exactly what they had was a great match. But when you fuck it off like that, it's for the tag titles, and there's only one person from each side in there. It doesn't make any sense, and that from the beginning, I, I can't get over it. So I, I give it a thumbs in the middle just because of the talent and the ending that they put out, and the and like I said, Morrison just pulling out all the stops. He's amazing. I can't believe he hasn't been back for so long doing everything he's been doing on the indie scene. Um, he should have been back here a long time ago. Sorry, go ahead. I'm of the opinion that there's a lot of things in regards to WrestleMania, which can be forgiven. And I think, uh, while it's a, it's, it's really a great point and it's a bit nonsensical turning it and keeping it tag match dips and then not even announcing it and explaining why I forgave that kind of piece to it. 
And I, I'll, I'll give this match a thumbs up. I thought it was great. I think I text, texted you guys. Now, I've been in the ring um, for one day of my life on a Saturday. <laughs> so, but I don't know the answer to how much metal and how much more bumps hurt in an empty arena and adrenaline has anything to do with it with kind of less with no crowd reaction. I mean, I know all these guys have wrestled in front of 10 people at gyms and uh, and armories sure. and things, but man, just to see them do the shit that they did on the ladder and the, and the ending without the 70,000 people or the 16,000 people, it just must've hurt three times as much for them. It was just, uh, I, I yeah, appreciate no it. adrenaline, right? Com- right. Or maybe yeah, there is, I mean, no I, I don't pretend to speak as a, for, as a wrestler. How, how do they, how do they do it is the question. Right. And I think you're right, Craig, if you can forgive that one thing, it's a thumbs up all the way. Yeah. And then the ending was they actually took down the piece where the belts was strapped in the little, the brace that they've been using for, I don't know how many years, someone should jump in and say that if it's over five ten, mm. but the piece with both the belts on it, they all held that together. And then Morrison took both belts off and then took a back bump right onto the back of a ladder. And there was a big reveal that he was, yeah. it was, he was holding both the belts. So he hit it so hard. He actually lost one of the belts in his hand. I think he hit the ladder so hard. He had to regrab it. Oof. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's incredible ending. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Cause I'm going to give it a thumbs up uh, just because I appreciate the hard work. And, and, you know, it it, it had everyone here watching, uh, you know, still ooing and aahing just as if it was a regular uh, or if it was all tag team participants involved in a triple threat ladder match in front of 80, 90,000 people. Uh, you know, you still got that reaction. They put in the hard work and just just the uh, the silence in that arena. Yeah. Like you guys mentioned, you can hear the ladders hitting their, you know, hitting their bones and just hearing how heavy those ladders sounded and everything just kind of added more to it. Um, I, I would, I, I think they should have just said, well, you know, it's not going to be for the tag titles, but you three are going to represent your teams and you're going to duke it out in the triple threat, you know, just to see, you know, just, 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 just because your other participants couldn't make it, but I'm still going to give it a thumbs up just for the action and the, you know, all the crazy athleticism involved in the match and they, they deserve it, man. They, considering the circumstances, I think they deserve it. They, they did a hell of a job. They're hurting right now. I'll tell you that. Much. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. The next contest is scheduled for two falls. Uh, Kevin Owens, <laughs> like that shit. Uh, Kevin Owens defeated Seth Rollins oh, in, a, in a regular match that ended in a disqualification because Seth is a brilliant chicken shit heel. And then it became a no disqualification match because Kevin Owens got pissed off that he only won by DQ. So he challenged, re-challenged Seth. 17 minutes, 20 seconds. I'm not going to say much about it except for a, a jumping up and down thumbs up. I thought this was the match of the night. These guys were fucking amazing. They're just, I mean, they're, you look at their names, you're like, well, of course. But I mean, like, look at the circumstances and they still like son of a bitch. Like they both were so good at everything they did. This is exactly what I always want to see from Seth Rollins and the type of character from him. Same thing with Kevin Owens. I wish I could watch them over and over and over again. And, and like their pushes reflect it. But th- this is how this is just how good they are. And I just, the company hope the company keeps looking at them and just realizes like these guys have to be our future, like sooner than later, because I don't know what else you say about these guys. So I'll shut up. Go ahead, Dave. I feel like, I feel like Seth is their, is their guy though. Whenever, whenever things go to shit, they go, they, they go to Seth. I mean, you know, Seth, Seth is the savior. He really is the Messiah. Right. <laughs> um, I think, it, I think it suits him quite well. Cause that's who he is in the back. And he is that locker room leader, whether people like that or not. Um, Owens is, I mean, I have a KO shirt. Let's be real about it. This is, this is my guy of now. I mean, I've got my favorite wrestlers of the past, but KO is that's, that's my guy, man. He's, he is absolutely tremendous. I'm so glad they're giving him a little bit more, um, grit in this match. He's kind of been, he's kind of been that shitty shit talker kind of, you know, just 
kind of almost getting whiny and I think they're, they're, they're realizing it's not working. They're getting away from it. I wish they'd also get away from the stunner. If I could be really honest with you, I've been saying that forever, Yeah, forever. You have been, and I agree with you completely. Now, having said all that, these guys talked that talk in the match where they filled all that crowd noise for themselves. You, they told a story in there while they told a ring story in there. And that is extremely hard to do. And I would say even a few other people did it at, on WrestleMania weekend, but they were the first ones to probably execute it with, without any flaws whatsoever. Then the, you know, the, the finisher, well, not, not the finisher, but the, the big high move in the no DQ match, which I'm sure Craig or Cuz will will definitely uh, talk about, was tremendous. I, I couldn't believe um, what they what they did to each other. Uh, the verbal abuse, the physical yes. abuse. Yes. It was per- it was perfect, and uh, I, it's it's a it's it is the match of the Saturday for me. It's that it, it is the best match of that night, um, and it's definitely a thumbs up. It, they they, oh, yeah. they it was flawless execution all the way through. Match of the night. Match of the night. Match of the night for me, man. I mean, just, just you know, I, I got I got a little worried. I mean, well, first off, after the match ended, and then, you know, I love the Owens. I thought you were Mr. WrestleMania. I thought you were a god. Instead, you're being a little bitch. He's like, ah. but, but I got worried because then I thought it was just going to be a short, you know, quick, like, because, you know, then Rollins started dominating or, you know, continued dominating him. And I'm like, oh, man, I, I just hope this is not going to be another thing to just shit on Owens. But the shit yeah. talking back and forth between the two. And then, you know, just that fucking crazy diet the elbow drop well, he, that, he hit Jesus him with the ring Christ, belt right dude yeah yeah he hit yeah. him with the ring belt to get disqualified yeah and, and and did he did he have to use the microphone i mean we could hear him the whole time <laughs> no yeah <laughs> exactly him, yeah. i'm just i was uh, just I, curious I, we need the audio track we need a separate audio track that that microphone's right running into damn it <laughs> yeah. but uh <laughs> no yeah but but yeah, I, I i i got worried there just because rollins continued dominating him so i was like oh man i, I hope this is just not another reason to just like or another way for them to keep like shitting on Owens and just have him get dominated and just lose again right now. But you know, man, it was just tremendous. Like that, that was where I was like, Oh man, see, they can work really well and do a lot with this, you know, take advantage of the silence. Um, kind of like how Corbin did earlier in the night. And then this one just like took it to that next level of utilizing, you know, just the empty arena and being able to talk shit back and forth to each other. But goddamn, man, that elbow drop, it, it looked like he really came crashing down on, on Seth Rollins sternum and probably legitimately knocked the air out of him. But I give it a thumbs up, man, match of the night for me. Yeah, uh, just real quick, a big thumbs up. Loved it. Surprised to see Kevin Owens go over too. Um, yeah. Uh, so against Seth Rollins, I guess you could say twice, really. And then my only thing yeah. I can add yeah. to this yeah. best in ring match of the night. And then the only thing I'll add is uh, I really enjoyed that from the 20 feet high in the final match. Not only do they hammer home WrestleMania moment, WrestleMania moment, WrestleMania moment, but Kevin Owens actually, I think, yelled, How's this for a WrestleMania moment? As he, <laughs> as he launched to the elbow. So all it was missing was like as a, he, a stamp that says, As he jumps moment. off of the yeah. WrestleMania sign, yeah. it's at 20 feet in the air. But That's phenomenal. It was awesome. That's all I have to phenomenal. add. Phenomenal. It was great. Yeah, good stuff. So it's always uh, bad news uh, when one of your top championships is used as the cool down match from an amazing match that we just talked about. Um, This is just everything that's wrong with this company uh, in a nutshell. Braun Strowman defeated Goldberg uh, to win the Universal Championship in two minutes and 10 seconds. Thumbs down. Total piece of shit. Go ahead, Dave. This and it deserves no less than two and a half minutes from all three of us. Thumbs down. Goldberg can't work. Uh, three spears and he's gassed and everybody knows it and that's how they have to work the match and that's why it's a squash for Braun. I, I've seen enough Thumbs from down, him. I get what Goldberg's about. I'm I, over I've it. seen enough of him. He's done. 
to it's me. It's like he just want he wanted to protect to protect Wyatt and from what? I don't know. Go on. Take it. I think uh, the fed- I'm going to give it Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Uh, for me, thumbs up all the way. I think they had a story to tell. <laughs> they told the story. The fact that they only gave them three minutes is criminal. I think Goldberg had a lot more to tell. His his story's not over. And I think when these guys have the rubber Bro. match or when they have you know when they We're wrestle not- again and just have his, uh, their their number two, it's going to be fantastic. And I I just can, don't think. Can you imagine even, if the legit to- setup after a two minute match is yeah. like the rematch is going to be a sixty man Iron Man match? It'd be so fucking funny. <laughs> Yeah, and then I'd be like, well, they know they're pissing us off at that point. They're doing it on purpose. It was garbage. But yeah. Because <laughs> what do you think? All that's bullshit. I'm lying. It's in thumbs down. I'm going to give it five <laughs> thumbs up. Um, I think it was great because it was short. And uh, no, of course, thumbs down. Thumbs down all the way down, man. I, d- God we're damn it, even, man. That title. <laughs> yeah. No, it we're, not, even anything, we're not even talking about the fact that Braun was a replacement for Roman. Yeah. Because Roman obviously well, can't wrestle Well, Dave, right it's funny. Neither did they. So I mean, why should we talk about it? They, they didn't even bring it they up, didn't right? Fucking, they didn't even talk. Oh. So, you know, so I'm going to jump into to the Undertaker defeating AJ Styles in a Boneyard match in 19 minutes. So, OK, we make movies, pal. So, you know, yes, we do. the whole final deletion uh, shit that happened a few years ago uh, with TNA split like the wrestling audience, because, again, even way back then, the WWE was putting uh, out hot garbage. And so people were just desperately looking for anything, anything that would spark an interest or kind of show that this is kind of the new like thing that people are used to or like want to see or the way they want wrestling to go. Not on a permanent basis, but what they what they accept is entertainment and and it was it was met, I would say, overall with decent success, the whole final delete things. It defined a character from Matt Hardy and it worked and that's fine. And then it just kind of slowly like faded out. WWF obviously couldn't get it right when they brought his character in. They tried a final deletion, I want to say, didn't they? And it was like, eh, it wasn't great. It was overproduced and stupid. And it just it smelt of WWE. This this is what like I don't even know if I can word it right. So when a germ of an idea starts like on the indie scenes and then a big company is always going to copy it. If the big company does it right, then it becomes mainstream like Foley's hardcore matches and stuff that could be good or that could be bad. This to me was what that should have been when the germ of the idea was started in impact and Jeremy Borash and Matt Hardy said, how can we fucking do something different? Anything like let's try this. Like this is a big company taking an idea from the lower companies and doing it fucking great they used a legendary figure like The Undertaker and someone who's super seasoned like AJ. But it was it was like a I, the best I can describe it is it was a fight scene from a movie. And it was it was awesome. And I'm not even going to I'll let you guys talk about specific spots and stuff. But, you know, when I first saw Undertaker walk up and I thought it was cool that he was the biker taker and I thought it was awesome. And it kind of gave me a little bit of chills because it's kind of cool. And then like yeah, when Jess, I it wouldn't have worked without that, right? No, it wouldn't have. He was just a dead man. I don't know if it would have yeah. been as good. And so when he started walking over towards AJ, I think I text like this is already garbage. He could barely walk. And then as I started seeing all the different camera angles and then I just it hit me like a ton of bricks. Oh, fuck. Like they're going to totally protect him. This is a movie. We make movies, pal. And that, that literally echoed in my head. And I enjoyed the shit out of every bit of this. And uh, I'll let you take a thumbs up from me, Dave. It was different and it was different in the best way possible. And it was something that I'm so glad out of all the misses that we just talked about with the way they didn't push Sammy right. And they fucking up Becky Lynch and all this stuff. And their universal title means nothing Um, like to see this out of them. I'm like, there's hope. There's hope. Like someone gets it and someone was allowed to have a voice. 
Somebody was allowed to have a voice and, and produce this and put this out, and I'm glad that it's somebody gets it. Dave, go ahead. Vince, calm down. It's it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't you, Vince. Calm down. I, I, and I'm not. I'm not disputing any of that that, that you say there, Jess. I just. It's a thumbs middle for me, but I'm coming at it from a different spot. I'm just. I'm not saying it wasn't good. It was really good. And if I was watching Roadhouse, I would be like, "Fuck, that's Roadhouse all day." That's long. an even. That's a perfect uh, analogy. Yeah, yeah, well, you guys talked about it. I can't. Stay, I'm stealing that from you. But anyway, you're going I mean, to jail. Seriously, like this, this is. I mean, that's what this is. And I love movies like that. But I, I want to watch. I just want to watch a wrestling match, man. I just want to want to watch. But see, um, I don't. I don't but, with a 55 year old man, though. I don't, and I don't care I how good that. AJ I is. I get all of that. I'm, I'm but, not disputing that. I just, it's not to me. It's just not wrestling. And I'm, not, I know I'm being a stupid purist there. But that being said, yeah. the spots are unbelievable. The The talking is amazing. You can tell they wrote this down and really rehearsed it. And to me, I'm, I'm not going to take any big spots from you guys. You can talk about where we want, but I just love it when AJ starts to tractor and just, ah! it's like, just like laughs his ass off. Cause it's like, he's so excited that that tractor started for some reason. And AJ can just sell me anything. You know, I, I, I love that. He just, he starts a tractor and it's like, it's like he won the lottery. I love it. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Craig. Yeah, uh, Dave, I don't think you're wrong for having that opinion at all. I think as the dust settled, people have universally loved um, the Boneyard match. But I think it, it's completely fine to have that opinion and that want to have kind of the old style and those who didn't love the cinematic and the the, the suspension of disbelief that they asked us to all do on this. And But I, for one, I in the beginning, I, I did not love it right away. I really but by the end of it. I was fully, fully in it, fully suspended disbelief, didn't care that uh, he disappeared from the, the grave itself, didn't didn't care that he had to turn back on the, the mower, didn't care that the fire and the druids, <laughs> didn't care that the Undertaker's neon sign was on the thing. The druids turned on him, Chris. <laughs> the druids turned on him. It was, it just, it was, it was awesome to see. And I don't think this, you would have ever seen this on any other year but this year. And I think it gives license for them to do it again in the future. I think it's something very, very interesting that based on the reception of this and the Firefly match that they might do again. Um, and who knows, they might have to rely on this stuff a little more if, if life sports still becomes problematic, even later on in the summer, who knows that, but, uh, it was just one of those moments that all came together. And by the end, I had a smile on my face, just so way, so wide ear to ear, loved it. Can't say enough about Can't it. And then that. Twitter almost universally immediately right. loved it. And it was like, okay, we're all like, we're all loving it. And we're all in this cathartic experience. We were all just watching this movie together in a movie theater. Uh, millions like, and millions of people. I, not to, not to stop Cuz from jumping in there, but I just have to say, like, I totally got goosebumps when at the end of it, when he put his fist up on the bike and his symbol oh, lit yeah. up above the. I don't know why it felt to me just like a fucking superhero movie, and I yeah. was like, that's fuck, that's fucking badass. Like, and I've never been a massive fan of the Undertaker character. Well, the biker I do love, yeah, but uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah I th- I thought that was cool. Sorry, Cuz, go ahead. No, it's right because you guys know. I think I, right off the bat, I think I—I I don't know if I was—I ta- I, for sure at, at that at home here, I was like, "Oh God, no! They're gonna do this. They're gonna do this when the you know when the music and everything, the production like a movie." But I had to separate myself from it because one, I'm a big fan of AJ Styles, and 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 instantly when you know when the hearse pulled up and he popped out of the coffin and he was like, "Ha ha, yeah!" and he was like, "Clap!" like, "Let's do this!" I I fucking started laughing when he did that. And then, but God funny, damn it, yeah. when he said, I could hear him, I could hear him. Come on, dead man. And you hear the motorcycle. I'm like, oh man, 
And then he was coming out to Metallica, which is fucking badass. Yeah. And yeah, as soon as they showed him, and it, you know, it started from the feet and the camera angle did, moved on up. Didn't he like, say oh. in the beginning, because? Yeah. Because didn't he say, like, I'm surprised your wife allowed you to be here? <laughs> like, Wait, what? I was like, oh my. <laughs> he said that. I was like, I'm surprised oh, yeah, your yeah, wife yeah, allowed yeah, you yeah, to be yeah, here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It was like, all just like beautiful <laughs> 80s dialogue. It was great like, cinematic. Yeah. Yes. And it was all yeah. beautiful, like, I'm surprised your wife let you be here. Yes. Well, AJ, you got a big mouth on you. It was like a fucking ridiculous, <laughs> awesome, like... Yeah. like it, was, it was Red Dead Redemption. It was like a yeah. cutscene yeah. in Red Dead Redemption. Yes. <laughs> yes, I love it. But you got, like, I, like, like, I always bitch about it. I, I bitch about dick flips and this and that. And I, I hate... I mean, I, I, I get it, the creativity. I love the creativity and the artistic, you know form and everything from the final deletions and stuff like that and i i had to tell myself i'm like just separate yourself from all that separate yourself yeah. from from loving professional wrestling and and the in-ring stuff and just let just go enjoy this because this is what they got to work with yeah and yeah i i had to give it a thumbs up i enjoyed it and because of the two involved i don't i don't know how well it would have worked without you know for that for that feud if undertaker was in a feud with someone else i don't know if it would have been better um if, if it was undertaker versus anybody else and this in the boneyard match so yeah, I give it a thumbs up. AJ, I, I I have to imagine he took that bump for reels off of the uh, the the shed down below. Like, I mean, I'm sure because they, they didn't cut, cut it. it, and when they didn't cut it, I was like, that's awesome. Like, they cut every other fall, and then they didn't cut. So when he fell, yes, I don't know if they prepped something under the soil, which they probably did. Yeah, but like when he fell, I was just like, awesome. Like it yes. didn't show like a cutaway or and anything. It showed him fall. I was like, that's awesome. That's really I had cool. imagined the Undertaker's injury to his arm had it been real, like legit, like breaking the glass of yeah. the limo. Yeah. Or the hearse. So yeah, I give it a thumbs up, man. I, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. I I had to separate from the uh the love of uh professional wrestling and just enjoy what it was because that's what they did. They went out and they worked for it. And I know that gives AJ a fucking great rub. And I know that makes, you know, that probably boosts AJ's status in Vince's eyes even more. And Undertaker gives him that rub and probably said, hey, Vince, this is the guy to go with now. So I just, you know, I I, I loved it. And, and I hope it just means bigger things for AJ Styles later on when everything goes back to normal. He's got to be taking some time off, though, right? His yeah. hand was buried on top. Like That was fucking, oh, yeah, yeah, that part was cool, too. Well, and I think they kind of <laughs> don't know what, they don't know what they're going to be like over the next couple of months. So I think that's perfect because you can bring AJ back whenever you want. Like, and hell, yeah, he can come back. Some time he off. can come back again as a face and be like, I, I got the shit beat out of me so bad. Like, I, I've changed my ways. Like, he could legitimately do it yes. if he wants to and, and still be funny. Like, and so I, I don't know. Like, yeah, they could do a bunch of different things. So that's just I'm a zombie AJ Styles. I'm a zombie. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I, I just hope that they, I hope they stick with the biker taker. If taker is gonna. You know, when, when everything goes back to normal and we're back in the audience field arenas, I, I hope Taker actually stays as the biker taker now and finishes his career that way. Because that that I love the biker taker. We're just getting started. So after yeah. after night one, uh, I would say overall, I give night one a thumbs up. Does everybody else agree? Yeah. Yeah. Thumbs up. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think so, it was way better than what we expected it to be. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then so that got me excited for night two on Sunday night. I was like, here we go. And then night two had to happen and start. Oates, Stoke Coates, Steve Austin is back at it. Now, that was night one of OWP's WrestleMania 36 recap. What? What? Oates, Stoke Coates has returned to OWP. What? So don't forget, you can listen to our wrestling podcast across all platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, and iHeartRadio. So that concludes part one. Stick around for part two. This has been our wrestling podcast. <laughs>